0: With his own nicotine pouches.
1: MRN Crew Call on MRN.com is presented by Money Lion, the world's most powerful financial membership. Money Lion, here we roar. And also brought to you by Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength.
2: Hello. It is a beautiful day here in Concord. My name is Dion Rocco Williams and I am here. I could complain today, but I'd rather not. I'd rather just sit here and talk to my guest today, Chuck Fall, co-owner of Excalibur Hit School. Thank you for joining us today, Chuck. Thanks for having me. You got something to talk about today, man? You know, I got you in here. I feel like I need to take advantage of uh, all of you today. Oh, well, we probably, we'll find something to talk about.
3: I don't know... Uh, it's hard to follow up the, the captain. Yada the captain uh, after oh, the last oh, last yeah. show, but you we'll saw that best. last
2: week. They had a good time in here. And, uh, I'm not going to sing. They were well behaved. That was after the show. I was really surprised that singing didn't come out <laughs> during the show. But <laughs> Chucky e. Fall, glad that you're here today. You know, and um, you had an off weekend. You know, let's just talk about that first. Did you enjoy your off weekend?
3: The off weekend was good. Mm-hmm. Um, it happened to lined up right with spring break, and took the kids and we went to North Myrtle went down there did a little bit of camping went out in the Atlantic did a little Mm -hmm. bit of fishing
2: yeah here Um, we are nine races in I mean now it's pretty that's well deserved right we look forward to those off weekends right always
3: (laughs) always um you know it's a good break we it's been a pretty eventful year and very busy year so everybody needed a little little rest and um we ended up shutting the pit school down for one week and Mm -hmm. let everybody everybody rest with it and enjoy it with their families and uh now we got to go to Talladega.
2: Yep. Speaking of, of of your pit school, let me read a little short thing uh, about your pit school and just elaborate for those who do not know exactly what Excalibur Pit School is. Excalibur Pit School, uh, you know, which is co-owned by Chuck E. Fall and his father-in-law and co-owner Jeff Rudd. Which you enlightened me that Jeff Rudd has over four hundred race wins, and we'll talk <laughs> we'll talk about that a little bit, but. Um, Excalibur Pit School offers instruction and coaching for people with an eye on a pit crew career. Their tutelage covers pit basics all the way to highly skilled. What most people refer to as NASCAR is the well-known Monster Energy Cup Series, but there is a market and need for pit crews in other tiers of the sport as well, that being the ARCA, um, Xfinity, and the uh, Truck Series. And um, all of these series are sanctioned by NASCAR, and -and up-and-coming pit crew members need to hone their skills. Many of them come through Excalibur Pit School which also puts together pit teams for NASCAR's lower levels as well. Is that correct? Uh,
3: yes, that's uh, that is correct. Um, you know, we started we started the pit school um, five and a half years ago um, with the intent of bringing and making an easier uh, instructional place that people could uh, could could join mm-hmm. and get into NASCAR and pit race cars a lot easier than you know trying to knock on doors and get mm-hmm. in, and, and it doesn't happen that way. Um, and it was for new people to get into it. And then six years later, we've evolved to where we are also a place where the veteran guys that, you know, get shuffled in the mix and get get let go by teams. And they still want to want to do this and they mm-hmm. still can do this just for some reason. You know, they're not at one of the big teams. Um, they come back to us and we can provide them. A place that they can pit race cars for a few more years, along with helping our new guys, our rookies coming up through, with all their knowledge and experience, and uh, help them get along a lot easier.
2: So the school is running pretty well. You've had a lot of success, How, and this is five years in.
3: Yes, we're uh, we're working on our sixty year, mm-hmm. um, and last weekend we won our sixty first race um, in five and a half years.
2: When you say you won, you won your sixty first race. What does that mean to? to um
3: we've had 61 wins as pit crews coming from Excalibur mm-hmm. um throughout ARCA uh the truck series uh the Xfinity series um and the late model series,
2: and, and that is a, a very um proud accomplishment. I know you're very proud of that, and you probably have the banners. I know you have the banners. I, we got the banners. <laughs> we got to
3: get. We've won the first three ARCA races this year, so we're missing three right now, but we got the other 58 hanging up.
2: It, it's great that you're having that success, and as the season progresses, do you see an increase in in productivity, or are you running short on crew members, or are you looking for more crew members? We're
3: always looking for new crew crew members. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we're looking for. We're looking for about six or eight people right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We definitely are overloaded with work, which is a good problem to have. Uh, We currently do seven to 11 ARCA teams Um, full-time. This year we do seven seven full-time truck teams, and we went to Martinsville and had 11 trucks in the race um, out of 32 that were in the race. Mm -hmm. And then we do six full-time Xfinity teams, and we do three full-time cup teams.
2: What do you have planned for Talladega this week?
3: Talladega, we'll go down with uh, ten ARCA Crews mm-hmm. for the Friday night race, and then Saturday we'll have seven seven Xfinity crews, and we'll have three we'll have three Cup crews.
2: Man, going to Talladega, baby! Man, I'm very excited about going to Talladega. You know, with the new rules package and everything, and then you're going to have a busy week too. Beach, I want to talk more about you and how um, Excalibur Pit School came. To where it is now, and as we talk about Talladega, remember it is Pro Core Week, and be sure you tune into all of our MRN um, broadcasting and programming for Pro Core Week at Talladega Motor Speedway. We will be right back with some more of Chuck E. Faulkner. We'll see you soon. Clutch Coffee Bar in Mooresville, North Carolina is redefining the drive-thru coffee game in Race City, USA. The Clutch experience is fast, friendly, and delicious. Quality drinks and unmatched customer service is the name of the game. Clutch Coffee Bar offers signature lattes and mochas, custom flavor-infused energy drinks, smoothies, and more. Over 25 flavors there's something for everyone. Visit our two locations in Mooresville, 356 Williamson Road and 154 West Plaza Drive. Open daily from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m. Power up today with Clutch Coffee Bar. What's up? Vaughn Gittin Jr.
3: here. How would you like the keys to a 700 horsepower custom built Ford Mustang RTR? Designed by none other than NASCAR champ Joey Logano, the RTR design team, and me. It's one of three Mustangs you could win in the Money Lion Here We Roar sweepstakes. How do you enter? Just text Roar to 95615 or visit Roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com.
0: No purchase necessary. Instant 2019. Must be 18 or older. For official sweepstakes rules, visit Roarsweepstakes.moneylion.com. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second guess your tools. That's why Procore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit procore.com.
2: And we're back with Chucky for the Chucky for. I was getting some um, insider notes on his music selection, on what he was playing in his car. He said he's full of Gucci Mane and Lil Pump. Is that right?
3: Something close to that.
2: Oh no, you're Old Town Road. You're <laughs> yeah, Old Town. <laughs> pretty <laughs> much, uh,
3: pretty much country music's on there more than not.
2: More than not. Hey, Chuck, I want to talk about as a type. We have history, you know. Oh I've boy. I've carried tires for you, so I, I you know, I've know how of a remarkable tire changer you are. I just want to talk about a quick story. I remember as a as a year two guy at Chip Ganassi Racing, I remember I was carrying tires trying to work my way into the sport, and then I did see a, a bald head short tire changer come in there, have a conversation with the pick crew coach at the time, when Coach Horton. And um, y'all were talking about something and negotiating something, but then all of a sudden I never saw you again. What happened there?
3: Well... <clears throat> coach horton needed a tire changer so we went um it was through the winter and so we did a little tryout inside okay um it went well um and where were you prior i was a rear tire changer okay and they were looking for a front tire changer okay and it was on the uh well-known 40 cores light car and uh i got offered the job and unfortunately i declined the job (laughs) um so i always tease coached to this day that he would never give me an opportunity <laughs> and uh, our joke was you know he offered me the job but i told him i can change tires 100 percent on the rear and i can change tires 85 percent on the front mm-hmm. and i told him the money you're offering me for a whole year isn't the same money if i don't make it the whole year so i feel more comfortable <laughs> in the rear so mm-hmm. that was the Right, the only uh, job I turned down changing tires. Little birdie told me that was a lot of money you turned down too. It was a fair <laughs> amount, but I, I tell I tell all our students you can get offered this for the whole year, but it's not that if you don't make the year. Absolutely, so that's the first thing you got to do. You make have sure to keep
2: the job, it. and job security with pit crew members is so it's a fine line, you know. It's it very is very small. As a tire changer, what are some of your most memorable moments in, in as a tire changer uh, that stand out to you?
3: Um, probably there's probably two uh, Monster Energy. Mm-hmm wins that probably stand out more than anything um the biggest one would probably be the coca-cola 600 in Coca-Cola 2007 600 in charlotte in charlotte which is always good i'd i'd won three or four xfinity races mm-hmm. in charlotte before uh oh boy
2: yeah we've got the pictures <laughs> coming <cars>. <laughs> if you're viewing our show you can you can check out the pictures that we're posting during this um on com or the motor racing network fan book page but you can see y'all in action look at Look at that. I'm not this mode face is here, bro. Oh, but- the bus. Look at the bus. <laughs> One pitcher stands out at this race. Look at you. Uh, you are doing a flip. Yeah. I mean
3: I remember doing that. I just haven't <laughs> seen you had to bring something back. I never I don't think I've ever seen that picture.
2: What it shows is that pure excitement and the the feeling that you have winning a race because you never know when that's gonna be your last win. Like that very well could have been your last win. Yep. As a tire changer. So you you let it all out when it when it happens, right? Yeah, that was pretty
3: <laughs> cool. Um the biggest part of that was probably because we had National Guard as a sponsorship and uh that was the Memorial Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the stars lined up right. Um but I know we took home the trophy, mm-hmm. and uh, we got some pictures, obviously, to prove it.
2: And that one stands out to you, but another race stands out in particular, too. It was the JTG win. The JTG with, with win. A- Allman- <laughs> a- A.J. Allmendinger. A.J. Allmendinger yep, in 2014. Now, why does that one stand, stand out to you?
3: Um, that was his first cup win mm-hmm. uh, as a driver, and there was only two of us on the whole team that had ever won cup races or races in the previous years, so the whole team— was almost the entire team, it was their first win ever. Wow. And what was more, yeah. what was really cool about that was almost everybody on that pit crew is not just our, my team members, we were actually all good friends. Mm. So we we were hangout buddies, uh, you know, Mike Klein, Mr., I think, Benching 600 or yeah. something now. Um, he, he was a beast. You know, we all hung out, and Dan Couser and and Big Josh Martin. Um, you know, we're all we're all buddies. So mm-hmm. when you do this, you got to be friends with your pit crew members. But when you're really close and hang out buddies and then you still win a race, it's even uh, more special.
2: You've had a great career as a tire changer. And then as you try tire changing, you have to start thinking about the future, which brings us to our next segment, our Money line Financial Crew Chief segment of the show. And with our Money Lion Financial Crew Chief segment, we like to focus on the future for life after crew and um, you started doing that at an early early on in your career at the same point I will say that you were well mature coming into the sport as a tire changer as compared to a lot of our other athletes that are coming in the sport at 22 23 years old your first break as a tire changer I believe you were 31 years old so which you looked like you were 14 (laughs) <laughs> you still do a lot of the uh
3: vitamins and supplements i guess did, did did good go out and get your fish oil now
2: when did that start though when did the vision for excalibur pit school come into play and did that come in as you were tire changing
3: yeah i think the biggest eye-opening for me was you know hanging on to the job as a tire changer is challenging enough right mm-hmm. with every pit stop you know could be your last one with that team you 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 know Um, And then crew chief changes, driver changes, sponsor changes, all that affects us as pit crew guys. Mm -hmm. Um, The one that really stood out was, um, you know, when I was at Red Bull Racing and that was an awesome place to work. And, you know, they announced they were getting out of the sport Mm -hmm. at the time. And I think that was an eye opener that I needed to do work on something else because there's nothing worse than come November. You're trying to figure out what you're going to do December, January Mm -hmm. and February to get back to the racetrack again and wonder if you have a job through the off-season. So there was a time there where the pit guns were having some some issues on pit road and that. And uh, when we were at Red Bull, um, you know, me and Danny Kincaid had started messing with the pit guns and trying to um, learn about them and see if we could take them apart and work on them, make them better and this. And we were pretty successful with that. So I started, um, I thought, you know, here's, here's another career maybe I could do, start building pit guns. Um, I started building pit guns off of my... My toolbox in my garage.
2: Can I pause you right there? Yeah. Because I had a conversation with another tire changer just yesterday. And the fact of the matter was his air hose, his whip hose blew out. Yep. And he could not change it. He did not know how to change it yep. correctly. And he, this is a two-year guy yep. to the point when I'm making. When you said you started, you wanted to start working with the pit guns, you had to actively do that. What made you do that? You know, you had to break them down. You had to learn these guns, right? You had Did you go to school it. for this or what? No, no. Um, you know,
3: Danny Kincaid, you know, he's done this probably about, a, I think, about a year longer than I have. So, you know, he and he was a mechanic as well as I was working on these cars, too. Mm-hmm. So that kind of helps. Um, But we just got in and we kind of understood how they worked. You know, the same time was, was about when we went to the longer stud rule. So what happened was, you know, before our lug nuts used to spend four and a half to five turns mm-hmm. to get tight. Well, NASCAR changed the rules, and now they they got to where they had to turn 11, 11 turns to get tight. So the guns weren't recovering enough for us to run the same hand speed to get these wheels tight. And mm-hmm. if you go back, we had a lot of loose wheels around 2009 nine nine to ten. A lot. So that's when we started messing with it, and then I started Lake Norman Tool Repair in 2012. And then when you're building pit guns and you're pitting race cars, why not look to the future in uh, – Start putting together some pit crews and mm-hmm. uh, bought an old pit stop car from Michael Ultra Bracing, and decided we were going to start a start a pit school. And, and That's where your
2: father in law comes in, Jeff Rudd. That's where he comes in. Okay. Um,
3: he actually, um, you know, he he raced for twenty five to thirty years, and he's won around four hundred races in Florida in <laughs> modifieds, um, dirt modifieds, pavement modifieds, late models. Would have had no idea. Yep, yep. He's got trophies. He had so many trophies he ended up getting rid of some because we didn't have enough room mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's done well there, so he actually um did the motor and got the motor and took it out of like a seventy eight impala pala mm-hmm. and he was in charge of all the mechanical stuff on it, and that's what we put in our first in our first car we had um and we started doing pit stops out back behind the building mm-hmm. and we had about six sets of tires and a couple of nitrogen bottles and we would we just started with about five six people and now we're up to Look about 60 now.
2: to 70. Look at you now. <laughs> working, working. Chuck, you're an inspiration to all, and I hope our young uh, crew athletes, they, they really take heed to your words that you're saying, you know, and, uh, and apply them. And I want to pick your brain some more. We're going to come right back in a little bit and make sure you stay tuned this weekend to all of our MRN program. It is Pro Core Week at um, Talladega Super Speedway. So uh, we'll be right back with more of Chuck Fall on MRN Crew Call.
1: Did you know that banks collected over $15 billion in unnecessary bank fees last year? Come on, enough is enough. It's time we took back control of our finances. That's why Moneyline is proud to bring you the financial crew chief and to be a NASCAR sponsor. Look, no one knows more about hard work and pursuing their dreams than NASCAR fans, drivers, and teams. So we want to bring you the kind of banking that the big banks would never build with features like zero-fee checking and zero-fee investment accounts. And because life is also meant for a join, with MoneyLion, NASCAR fans get even more. We're giving away 1,500 NASCAR tickets to our members this year. Plus, you can get 5% cash back on NASCAR tickets at track purchases and all purchases at NASCAR.com. Learn more at MoneyLion.com or download our app. This is America's most powerful financial membership. MoneyLion, here we roar.
0: Even though one person stands on the podium, NASCAR is a team sport. From the pit crew to the wind tunnel, teams are using technology to gain a competitive advantage. So why shouldn't your construction team? At Procore, we designed our software to do just that. Our easy-to-use mobile tool helps connect your teams, projects, and data so you can get more done in less time. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit Procore.com.
2: Presented by The Goddard School. The best childhood preparation for social and academic success. Visit GoddardSchool.com for more information. The Goddard School. Learning for fun. Learning for life. Learning for pit stops. You know, that's what I feel like I'm doing right now with Chuck E. Fall. We're learning. We're getting schooled. And we're going to keep the party going right now. You don't mind, Chuck? I don't mind. You don't mind? We're going to get schooled. Look, I want to talk about what you look for. You're evaluating a lot of talent. At Excalibur Pit School, you know, and you have to match personnel up with the best way possibly to create the best product. You yes, know, that is the fastest pit stop for these teams. Correct. How do you do that? And do you have enemies? Uh, I don't know if we have enemies. Some guy Sometimes I don't have people. Do you get envelopes under your door? You know, uh, with a little bit. Of no, not cash, no. no, no bribes. That would going be on. that would work, right? <laughs> and I'm saying I, I don't that <laughs>
3: know. I, I don't even know if it's that way now. Now <laughs> it's uh, all by apps, isn't it? Yeah, yeah right? you cash app. And Money line, Moneyline. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah, Moneyline. I'm think. learning about all those. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, you know, it is challenging for us because, mm-hmm. you know, we still do things with the late model series with a few races. Uh, we do the ARCA series. Mm-hmm. We do the truck series, Xfinity series, and obviously the Monster Energy. And with that, a lot of people don't realize it used to be easy because all we'd have to do is practice six-man pit stops mm-hmm. with the same guns. Absolutely. Right? Everybody had brought their own guns and all that. What we have to do like Talladega today is our ARCA day. So today everybody uses their own guns, old school, six man, old school. Um, because getting, they we haven't,
2: haven't went to the five crew pit stop in Correct. arca series. So you have to So we still coach have to train that different way. different ways. Right.
3: And then tomorrow, since we don't race the trucks this weekend, thank God, tomorrow will be a day that we'll hook up our payoli guns which are you know issued by Paoli and NASCAR, <laughs> and we'll drop a, a carrier out, and we have to practice five-man.
2: Why do you say, thank God, there's not a truck race? <laughs>
3: um, well, if there's a truck race, we would have to do, within two days this week, we would have to do six-man with normal guns. Mm-hmm. We'd have to do five-man with normal guns because in the truck series, they're not, they are not don't they ha- they can use any pit gun they want. Mm-hmm. So we would have to do six-man normal gun, five-man normal gun, five-man with Paoli guns, mm-hmm. which means a lot more lug nuts, a lot more glue, a lot more money to get it prepped. Mm-hmm. Um, so it makes it challenging. You know, when you run, you know, we we run four to five pit crews at 8 in the morning, and then we run another four at 11, and then we run about five pit crews at 5 o'clock every Tuesday and Wednesday.
2: Really? So, so you accommodate a lot of people's work schedule because a lot of these, um, well, some of the participants at your school, they have other careers and other jobs, right? Correct. Okay.
3: Yep, correct. So what we do is, and then the next challenge is you you have to find the time that they each person can be there
2: mm-hmm.
3: and then you have to assemble the crews based off the talent level, also based off the schedule that they can be there
2: talent level. I want to talk about that because you have to do a lot of evaluation and talent level to pair these athletes up, but you do have two unique athletes at your school currently, and that is uh Brianna Daniels and Brianna O'Leary, female tire changers who are really. Taking the sport by the horns, you know, and really making it their own, can you talk a little bit about them and the challenges that you face in managing them and finding them work
3: uh, yes, um Brianna and Brianna are the killer bees, I guess we we can call them um you know the biggest challenge is this always seemed to be a man's sport you know you bring in you bring in a couple of ladies that are athletes and you bring them in the sport, and the first thing everybody says they can't do it, they won't mm-hmm. do it,' never going to make it um you know, and, and there's been a couple of females in, in the past that's done a good job. You know, Nicole Addison did a good job at mm-hmm. it. Um, and I think she won some races in the truck series. They did doing a very it. good job. Um, our challenge is, you know, you have to get these teams to believe that a woman can do this. One. Right. Well, the only way you're going to get them to believe it is to have them at the racetrack and let them see it. Mm-hmm. So your challenge is finding the right, right situation to put them in to where they get the racetrack experience reps to get better but you got you can't put them too far ahead of themselves mm-hmm. because if you set them up to fail a to start with soon, it won't happen it won't happen and you know that right and you can't recover from that you can't recover because <laughs> once it goes bad you take a, you don't take a step back you take 10 steps back
2: so you have those those crew members who want to get to the top the premier series so quick it, they don't want to go through the ARCA series they don't want to go through the truck series they don't want to go they want to go straight to the premier series they'll make a mistake and then they'll be labeled as a mistake maker Throughout the rest of their career, that's exactly right. Where when you start out on the lower end, the lower tiers, you get those mistakes made. Where there's more leniency. Yep, there's more leeway in those mistakes to the point where you learn not to make them again. You perfect your craft. You get your shot on premier series as a veteran starter. You correct. know. correct. That's yep. the way it goes. Yeah, and you're
3: not going to do it in the first year or two. You know, the way we look at it is it's it's a three to four year progress. Mm-hmm. You know, the first year go out there and get in the vans, drive across the country, and and earn your your stripes, um, and do the Arc races, and where you can make some of the mistakes. Um, but the unique part about the Arc series, we do so much of it, is uh, as an athlete you got to be able to perform under pressure. Mm-hmm. So no matter what series or level, if you're running in the top five, there's a pressure there, mm-hmm. right? You have to be. You have to. You can either do it or you can't. Um, you know, and with the Arc series, you know we went a lot of races in that series, and those guys have to. They have to make it happen because yep. we run in the top five a lot, right? Exactly. So that heart rate's up. You know, they got They got to learn how to breathe during that pit stop, which a lot of guys don't do. Um, and then they grow into the truck series. And, you know, we've won some races. We won a race in Michigan with Bubba Wallace mm-hmm. in, uh, I think, 2017. Um, that was pretty cool. All six guys started brand new at Excalibur, um, and they are all good buddies, you know, uh, which brings me back to thinking about the 2014 pitting <laughs> with your buddies. Um, those guys were just excited. Winning that truck race yep. as we were in 2014. So we have a lot of those challenges we have to fight, but, you know, we've also, our goals, you know, we're not going to put you on a, a Premier Cup car, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to help you get the knowledge and the experience where you're going to put yourself on that. Yeah. So being at the racetrack, you're the best part about pitting most of the, like the Xfinity and Cup cars for us is you're probably, you're probably pitting the cars that you're going to be around the top 10 Premier cars. With that, you have the top 10 crew chiefs probably watching your pit stops. Absolutely. And they put a spotlight on you. And if you're doing, no matter which level of car you're pitting, if you're doing your job correctly, they're going to notice you.
2: Which, let me pause you right there. I hear a crew members gripe. You know, I, I work with um, the NASCAR Diversity Pit Crew Development Program with Coach Horton, and you have guys come around there complaining. You know, we're running a lap down, we're pitting cars. And I had to tell them, I was like, do you realize when you're running a lap down and when you pit a car, you don't pit on the same lap as the leaders. Therefore, when you pit a car on a lap down, all of the leaders, all the top tier teams are watching you. Exactly. That's when you display and showcase your skill set. And that's how you get the offer or the the tryout. On those upper teams, correct? Yep. <laughs> I, I,
3: I preach the exact same. You couldn't have said it any better. I say the same thing.
2: That's what it, you got to do.
3: Same, exactly. I, and I know several guys that's gotten job offers that way. Um, you know, I got a job offer that way when I was pitting a car. I believe it was at Evernham's, And that's when I got noticed. And I got my offer to go to Hendrick Motorsports in 2006.
2: For you guys who don't know, Chuck Efall was, is not just a tire changer. And he's, comp- you know, and not not only that, he didn't come in through the realm Uh, via athletics. Chuck, you're a racer. You're a shock specialist. You worked on late model cars. You grew up in racing in Missouri, Indiana. You've worked on the home, the short home tracks for a long time. And then you decided to come in to pick. That is even harder than guys even realize. So everything that Chuck tells you, you might want to listen to because he did it not having the advantages that most of our athletes have now. Yeah, it's definitely
3: invisible. changed a little bit, um, but you're all right. Um, you know, I got—I was fortunate. Um, my mom has a picture when she was pregnant with—with with me, and my dad was at the racetrack with his old Dodge number fifty. Oh, you were all in, homie. So I was—I didn't have a choice, right? You're so, a racer. But we raced all the way through every—I really never had summer weekends off. We raced. If there mm-hmm. was two races that weekend, we raced. If there was three, we raced. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I learned a lot about the motors. My dad built his own motors, uh, so we did that. And then I ventured off to AFCO Racing Shocks and uh worked with the dirt late model shock program there uh and then you know I, I crew chief some dirt late models for a little while uh I got in when I got into NASCAR as a changer I was also a mechanic I was mm-hmm. um a tire specialist um I never did shocks at in, in the NASCAR side of it um but I worked as a setup plate guy so I was kind of a mechanic slash athlete I guess you can call What it. you
2: tell me what I hear when you say that is that your grind is very strong Cause I'm pretty sure somewhere in there you might have worked not getting paid, cause that's what you have to do. <laughs> so I mean, there I wor- might yeah there I might be some times where you I worked did. without getting paid to get your foot in the door, and then when you get your foot in the door and you get that opportunity, you took advantage of it, and yes, you, you look at you now. Yep, <laughs> I slept
3: at a few rest areas uh, on my way back to Indiana. Um, I drive drive out here for a weekend and go help people for nothing, and it didn't have the money for the hotel, so just pull in the rest area and sleep until the police officer asked you uh, that you couldn't sleep in your car there and then you wake up and drive
2: on home <laughs> said I well, wa- I want to be a pit crew member that's right <laughs> and I, and I,
3: you know and I I did um you know and I had some breaks throughout the way right but mm-hmm. we all get some breaks there but the biggest thing is if you want to do this you got to be able to put in the time the effort Absolutely. um in the grind you got to do it
2: I like it, and your grind is strong. We're talking with Chuck Efall here on the MRN Crew Call. Sit tight, because we're coming back with Clutch Performers of the Week, and we're going to highlight the top ten jack Men in the game. Whatever
0: you drive, wherever you go, Hercules tires will get you there. Whether you're running on dirt or running a job. Our dependable high quality tires are the perfect fit for your needs. For unmatched value, selection, and warranty with industry leading road hazard protection, there's only one choice Hercules Tires. To learn more, visit HerculesTire.com or call 800 677 9535. Hercules Tires, right on our strength. Listen up, builders. That's all that separates first place from dead last. When every second counts, you don't have time to second guess your tools. That's why ProCore's construction management platform was built to help your teams stay on budget, on schedule, and in control. With easy-to-use mobile tools, our software makes managing construction projects easier, whether you're building an airport or a carport. For more information or to schedule a free demo, visit ProCore.com. At the Goddard School, teachers customize lessons so children can explore their interests, have fun, and learn the skills they need for success in school and beyond. From infant sign language to pre-K students tackling STEAM learning, our Flex Learning Program or Fun Learning Experience is grounded in research that shows the most genuine learning occurs when children are having fun. Our teachers leverage this through lessons inspired by children's imaginations. To enroll, visit GoddardSchool.com. The Goddard School, learning for fun, learning for life.
2: And we're back with Chuck Eiffel, owner of Excalibur Pit School, tire changer extraordinaire, Mr. Managerial Upper Office. I mean, any more nicknames? I'm forgetting. You got, you it's got a couple it. we probably can't say. You can't say it on here. No. Oh, probably not. Well, we'll keep them to ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to talk about the Jackman, the top ten Jackman and the clutch performers of the week. We highlighted the top ten performers at each position uh, a few weeks prior in Leading up into next month, we're going to be showcasing each individual position. And this week, we will be talking about the Jackman for our Clutch Performance Award. And our Jackman, we have a a very, very, I'm sure you know everybody on this list. But if anybody stands out, you know, tell me what you think about him or how many fights you've gotten into. But um this
3: They're a Jackman. I didn't fight him.
2: You didn't fight the Jackman?
3: No. (laughs) More (laughs) of a wrestler, that's all.
2: Well, there's our list. who You said that at the top of the board, T.J. Ford on 18. They are doing – Joe Gibbs is not doing anything wrong this year. I mean, six wins and T.J. Ford, Braxton Brandon for the number two. Graham Stoddard from the number 12. T.J. Simke from the number nine. He is a beast for sure. Stan Doolittle for Kevin Harvick in the number four. We have Shane Wilson from the number 42. Sean Cotton sitting at number seven for the number 14. Dustin Lineback, beast mode for sure, from Hendrick Motorsports, representing number 88. Ernie Pierce on the number 20 for Joe Gibbs and Greg Molatch, G Molatch, for the number 11. Those Jack men right there are our top 10 uh, performance rate Jack men in the Premier Series as it stands. And uh, would you agree with that list or disagree with that? I think anybody? it's pretty
3: close. I think it's pretty close. First one, when we talked earlier, I said, I bet TJ Ford's right there at the top.
2: And he is. He's been doing it a long, a long time. time. And these Jack men, they're, if, for anyone who does not know, when it comes to the pit crew, the Jack men is viewed as the captain he is the leader of the team being that the stop starts and ends with him that's a good way to look yep. at it and ever since the transition from six crew to five crew pit stops that jackman has added responsibility and he has upped his money value a whole lot
3: a whole lot <laughs> in the, all the previous years it was always you know the, it was all about the tire changer right so yeah. the tire changer always seemed to be the guy if you could work that gun to make that big money, you could you could get it. But and now you it's Steve the jack it. man.
2: And why so? Because you have to jack and carry, or you
3: got a jack and carry. Um, you know, you got to be, you you at this level, you have to be, you have to be an athlete. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you have to be able to, able to adapt as well. There's a few names in there, you know that have that are young in in the sport, and they didn't they didn't really jack the six man way much. Mm-hmm. Um, but a guy like T.J. Ford and Braxton Brandon, you know, at the top of the board, That's they both good were good. Jackman at six man, so those guys had to adjust and adapt. And I don't think either one of them were carriers in their previous years. They were, you know, the Jackman learned that, and you know, that shows you how much uh, of an athlete they are because they also adapted to a new role. And look, the cream rise to the top because didn't.
2: they only had to carry what on uh fuel only stops or two yes, tire <laughs> yes, <laughs> fuel stops. Yes, the old it? two
3: tire two can Talladega stops when we <laughs> called them, uh, uh but now they got to do it every week, you know and I'm not surprised to see Braxton Brandon up there either. Mm-hmm. You know, he's uh, he's an athlete, and if and if you don't know that, you can watch a couple of spots where he's about been ran over on pit road. Real uh,
2: smart uh, guy, too. Real,
3: real heady, smart. Real, heady yes.
2: real smart guy. And um, I remember when you had uh, all the talk focused on the, the air guns, when we made the transition to the uh, Paoli guns or the standard-issued guns. Now I see some of the similar, some of the same things happening with the tool that we use to jack the car the jack yes have you noticed some of the same things and what have you seen
3: yes um you know for a while all the teams did the guns in-house um and that was basically so they could have quality control because you couldn't mm-hmm. have gun failure so exactly. they wanted to do it in-house and make sure the things were right and then they look for you know fine-tune things well you know call the quality control now that we're all on a standard gun all the teams are putting the focus in the jacks because mm-hmm. the faster that you can get the car up the sooner the jack man can get to that dual responsibility mm-hmm. carry a tire so you see a lot of where now the jack handles when they get to the bottom of the stroke they're basically throwing the jack handle mm-hmm. up and it doesn't bounce back and forth so it just goes up there and stays you know which they've got them all the spring loaded and all yeah. that and then that lets that clears the jack handle so the jack man has enough room to get what he needs to hang that tire. Mm-hmm. And then they've had to work on where they place the angle of the jack to get their footstep right yeah. to, to hop right into where that tire's at to be able to hang that tire without, you know, kind of a throw and go.
2: Exactly. Um, and that leans on your behind the wall support too, because from what I've seen, that person rolling that left rear can make or break that stop.
3: They can make or break it. How are nope. y'all teaching them? Well, a lot of the stuff we do, we don't have a lot of pit support. Mm-hmm. So oh, you're right. we have to have our guys, some of our teams have to practice where the jackman has to get it off the wall. So that will change the way mm-hmm. they come in on the left side a little more square to be able to get that tire quicker to get to the hole. Um, so it just, you know, it's all changed. Mm-hmm. The top of the top of the board, uh, you know, you see a lot of teams with the jacks. You know, you were mentioned they got a lot of bigger handles. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of teams you can see, you know, it's all about fluid transfer. So, getting more stroke, moving yeah. that oil from double one piston. side to the other, double piston on the back of them. Um, but
2: look, we're going to create a whole show talking about that and the advancements with that. because <laughs> We can do it.
3: Maybe we need to get a couple of them top ten uh, Premier Jackmen in here to help us out on it. We can get schooled.
2: I want to be a pit crew member. How can I be schooled at Excalibur?
3: Well, first you can give us a call. You can look us up. Uh, uh, we're on we're on Twitter, ex, uh, at Excalibur Pit Crew. Uh, we have a Facebook Excalibur. page. Mm-hmm. Um, You can go online and find us and give us a call. We actually just signed up two new students yesterday. Really? um, And they'll start next week.
2: What positions?
3: Uh, Looks like both of them are going to be tire changers. Okay. Everybody wants to be a tire changer. Everybody wants to be a tire changer. (laughs) You think that role would change. They all want to be jackman now, right? Not anymore. uh, I don't.
2: I just want to be a carrier. Yes. (laughs) Well,
3: you were a pretty good carrier. Mm. I I think actually at one time, I think about 2005, Mm. I think. Don't tell
2: them. Don't tell them. I I don't know if they can handle (laughs) it.
3: uh, for some reason, eleven thirty-two stands in my, in my head. Uh, we actually did a pit. Yep. We did a little tryout together and carried some tires and changed yep. some tires. And our first stop together was eleven thirty-two. Eleven
2: thirty-three. Beat that, young bucks! For all of y'all who make fun of me and say I'm too old, you know, me and Chuck, we, we had it going on. We had it going on, and we compete with the best of y'all out there. But uh, Chuck E. Fall, thank you for coming on our show today. You've been awesome. You you've really blessed us with a lot of insight and knowledge. And uh, good luck with Pitt School and McCallum um, Pitt School and Talladega's on Pro Procore Week. You know? Yep. Thank you for being on the show. See you in Talladega. You know it. Dega, baby.